Hello, the internet, and welcome to your trendly neighborhood Zyderman, courtesy of Johnny Davis, aka your trendly neighborhood Zyderman. So, uh, uh, from Wu Tang Clan. Uh, I'm Jack O'Brien. That over there is super producer Anna Hosnier joining us today uh, in place of Miles of Gray. Yeah. I only know him by his Twitter handle. Is that his real name? <laughs> uh, now, Miles is out today. He's back. Steve. Back in the morrow. Uh, yeah. Good gentleman. Uh, but we are still going to tell you what's a trend in today on this fine uh, Cyber Monday. And that is actually the top thing that's trending uh, along with AirPods. AirPods, Cyber Monday. Uh, this is also the number one thing on Reddit because uh, <laughs> there's something trending that is a strap that holds your AirPods together. Right. So making AirPods pointless because they're just like. Well, that's headphones. everyone's always like, I keep losing them. Yeah. And it's like, yes. Well, that's kind of the choice. You you take a risk when you spend one hundred fifty to two fifty dollars on these things. Is that, that you are have to tiny become tiny little pill sized yeah. things? Yeah. And it's almost asking you to become kind of like hyper vigilant about what you do with your belongings. Um, as you know, I you know uh, my partner he left one of his AirPods on the ottoman. Yes, we have ottoman money. Um, Damn. And the dog chewed one of them, so he had to buy a new pair. And it's like. You have to, these are very expensive little tiny pieces of basically forever items because yeah. one, again, you can't recycle them or throw them away. I know. So. They're also like candy sized. Yeah. And I always want to eat them or like swallow them. I, that's why I compared them to a pill because I always hmm. want to just like put them in my mouth and swallow them with a glass of water. Like minions. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't, if you are not a person who takes good care of your belongings i i'm sad to say it but you should not buy airpods just stick to the wired headphones yeah i feel like they've kind of had a a real tipping point uh as malcolm gladwell and bill simmons love to say mm -hmm. uh but i think i think because they've released like version 2.0 now they're actually breaking through because now there's like an old pair that's obsolete and thus affordable Mm -hmm. So are th are the prices going down on those? I think they must. Oh. Because yeah, like why they wouldn't sell a single other pair of Well, that's those. not true. I think people one um we live in a time of flex culture, so flex. people would flex on each other like by my, getting the old ones? No, by getting the new ones. So why would you What are oh, you saying? I'm, well, I'm just saying they must have dropped the price of the old ones, otherwise wouldn't they be the same price as the new ones? No, the new ones are 250, old oh, ones are 150. Damn. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Van Halen, <laughs> okay. also trending, uh, because Billie Eilish did not know who they were, and... And she doesn't fucking need to. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was saying this <laughs> Tried before. to work up a head of steam to disagree with you on this, but I just I don't, don't care. give a shit. Van like, Halen, Ch cool. Yeah, Chuck Klosterman is like a huge Van Halen fan, and I don't he even know called who that them. Is. He's like a pop culture writer, oh. uh, and he called them the most appropriately rated band in existence. Like neither over or underrated. They're just they just is. appreciated for their hits, and they were big when they were big. But nobody needs to. They didn't have like a huge lasting impact that I know of. Uh, I don't know that he said that. That might just be my take, but. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, Van Halen, look, they weren't, 
to me it's like there's a certain type of older band that really resonates with me like Pearl Jam or something like that. But right. that's because they created a style of being like they're all like rrr, rrr, rrr. the like yarling. That, yeah, like that's a thing where whenever I hear a Pearl Jam song, I will start making that noise along with the song. Van Halen, you didn't do that. You yeah. sang like normal people. And guess what? Now you don't matter because Billie Eilish doesn't remember you. And we go by what Billie Eilish remembers and <laughs> doesn't is, remember. She is our official cultural <laughs> conscience. It's kind of true. Like, she's so famous that it's like, well, I don't know, man. Like, if Billie yeah. Eilish says you are nothing, then you are nothing. The thing that uh, is definitely going to be lasting of Van Halen is that Eddie Van Halen did the guitar solo from the Beat It song. So, little known tribute. Hmm. But that guitar solo shreds put that on their wiki from the beat it song uh as it's known among also, the kids eddie uh, a common name for lead singers of old bands yeah well he wasn't the lead singer he was the lead guitarist yeah see that's uh, how little i care yeah, exactly <laughs> uh who gives a shit but yeah people are acting like this is the equivalent of when kids were all tweeting wait titanic's based on a true story that Damn, was a dog. thing? Yeah, that was like a big trend, huh. early days of Twitter. Uh, and that was upsetting, I think. But this, nobody needs to know who Van Halen is. Yeah, I. you know what? Mentally, I've already moved on from this story. Yeah, nobody knows knew that the Tulsa race massacre happened until Watchmen came out. Let's worry about that and not uh, the Van Halen thing. Uh, Dakota Johnson, why, why is she trending? She, uh, well, basically, she stood up to Ellen DeGeneres' crap, if you will. Okay. So because... tell me the story, because i that's what I heard. I heard it was like a feud between the two of them, but then, I don't well, know. Well, so Dakota Johnson, being the daughter of Don Johnson and Melanie Griffin and the stepdaughter of Antonio Banderas, decided today, Oof. well, not today, whenever it happened a few days ago, that she will no longer be taking Ellen's weird shit on her show. So she came on the show. Ellen was like, how was your birthday party? I wasn't invited. Dakota Johnson's like, you can see in the moment where she has that thing where she like is like. Ah. Right. You were invited, Ellen. You right. didn't come. And Ellen's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't invited anywhere. And she's like, ah. you can tell because she does yeah. that before everything she says. She's like, you weren't invited last year because I didn't think you would want to come. Yeah, because you're we're like not massively friends. famous and like I've only met you on the show. But this year, I definitely invited you, and you didn't come. Yeah. She was like, no, I don't think that's true. Uh -huh. That's not true. Let's let's ask somebody and, like, asks her producer. Mm -hmm. Her producer's like, uh, you yeah, were you town. were invited. You were out of town. She's like, oh, I was out of town. Yes. Uh, right, because I had that thing. Yes. What and, was uh, that thing? Classic investigative journalists of Twitter, a.k.a. just random people who have the time of their lives, uh, figured out that it was the same weekend that she was at the Cowboys game with George... Bush Bush. George Bush Bush. Bushy Bushes. Oh, that's right. I had that thing where I was hanging out with a war criminal. My bad. So, uh, fuck off, Ellen. I'm sorry. These I yeah. hate her bits. Because she literally says, you harassed me so much last time when I didn't invite you because, one, we're not friends, so why the fuck would I? Like, imagine being hanging out with all your friends and being like, yeah, Ellen's coming. <laughs> Everyone would be like, Why? Right. Why did you invite Ellen DeGeneres to your party? Maybe that's just my era of folk, but I'd be like, man, what the fuck? Why'd you invite Ellen? Ellen DeGeneres. She's going to come in and be fake nice to everyone and then rude to random people? Yeah. Like, no, thank you. And there's more stories kind of circulating. This has given people an excuse to start tweeting and uh, chatting about the fact that Ellen is mean. 
Yeah, not a nice person. Yeah. It's a known thing within the industry that Ellen is somewhat evil. Mm. And the fame and money has gone to her head and she's no longer with us folk on planet Earth. Yeah. So in response to this story, somebody was like, oh my gosh, just the other day, uh, I was going into the parking lot of the Writers Guild of America and uh, somebody was walking into the building and dropped their parking ticket. And I... You know, they they were a very famous person. I won't say who they were, uh, but you can probably guess. And I went up to return it to them, and they looked at me like I was the biggest creep in the world, and like walked away fast while just while I was trying to do them a favor. And everyone was like, "Oh, it's Ellen, right?" And the person was just like, mm, "Not yeah. gonna say." Because yeah, you don't want her to, uh, I don't know, blacklist you because she's a monster. Yeah. Oh my um, God, we're blacklisted. By the oh way. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> never working for uh, the Ellen Show. Uh, Lil Bub, uh, R.I.P. Lil Bub has passed. Long live Lil Bub. Uh, this brought Cinderblock to our attention. Uh, just uh, to be clear, Lil Bub is a cat. Oh yeah, yeah. And not a rapper who does Xanax. That's true. A young yeah, rapper who does Xanax. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, that needs to be clarified. Yeah. Lil Bub is the like. Really cute cat because it looks like a kitten, uh, but it then it has like the added feature that it has its tongue sticking out of its mouth all and the I time. And I believe Little Bub had dwarfism. Oh, yeah. I no, believe. I think that's why it looked like a kitten. Which is weird because we, we really like, we like fetishize these pets, these little cats like Grumpy Cat who have like disabilities in like the weirdest ways. Where right. we'll be like, make them an internet celebrity. Right. So we were like, well, who's left? Now, like, what's the <laughs> who's the reigning number one cute cat? Because Lil Bub passed, uh, Grumpy Cat passed, and uh, Garfield is on his way out. And this brought a uh, cinder block to our attention. Uh, real quick, Gar- Garfield's not real, Jack. Uh, well, you know. Yeah, Cinderblock is that huge gray cat that people have made famous for being fat. Which again, um. <laughs> appreciate all this like well look how doing he is making beauty it's like guys <laughs> they're cats and they deserve respect your impression of that's the internet as a whole responding to cute cats <laughs> is upsetting that's the internet as a whole everyone's like oh yeah. and you're like guys just a, it, yes it's a cute cat but let's not like you know uh, the Garfield the thing was, by the way, based on a tweet by Drew Toothpaste, who tweeted, Grumpy Cat and Lil Bubba are dead. These come in threes. Garfield is next. So just wanted to... I like how uh, only after I called you out. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was his stupid joke. Uh, but anyway, RIP Lil Bub. Cinderblock. Cinder is is the very large uh, cat that like can't... They keep trying to put him on water uh, treadmills, and he like puts one paw on the treadmill and like just lets it go by. So this is what you do to get a cat enrichment activities. And yes, I do have to spend a lot of time talking to my vet about this because I do have two fat cats. Uh, you put their food in some sort of mechanism where they have to play with it in order to get the food out. Right. That kind of like gives them some exercise. Putting a cat on a water treadmill is so wild to me because one, cats hate water. And right. two, they're going to be like, I'm not human. This doesn't compute <laughs> to me as a thing I can do to lose weight. Also, I don't care to lose weight. I'm a fat cat who uses my body as a pillow for myself. Yeah, the assumption about about those videos seems to be that this is like some high tech like yeah. animal factory or animal factory. like training facility, and it's probably just like a high tech creative 
torture of animal facility. I don't know. Maybe there's science behind it. Of course, I haven't looked it up because I can't with yeah. how my life goes. I don't have the time, but um, right. the, it just the, seems weird. The cat is so big that it might not be able to support his own weight. Um, really? I think that might be. Well, I can't imagine why else they would do it in water. I see. That's the thing. It's like I feel like people are trying to just create memes out of these animals. Right. Like truly like. Why can't we find other ways to, to get Cinderblock to lose weight other than making it walk on a water treadmill? Yeah. It is working? Okay, um, DJ. How, however, how... Wow. Yeah. Uh, BT Dubs, uh, super producer Daniel, uh, has pointed out that it is working. He lost 0.8 pounds, uh, which... Wild. Could, uh, in cat weight is a significant portion of his body weight and or should be a significant portion of his body weight. And But uh, will he gain it back <laughs> right. once he's done? <laughs> yeah. So, so the creative oh. torturers at this uh, creative torture method factory are uh, trying to convince us that I mean, hey, it's working. If it's working, then I hope it, it makes Cinderblock a lot he- healthier and we stop calling him Cinderblock. <laughs> Cinderblock, by the way, was found uh, in the house of a hoarder who had passed on, and it just, like, you put hoarder found dead in their house, and then giant, overfed, enormous cat in the same sentence. You have to wonder, was Cinderblock feeding on the remains of uh, their owner? And turns out, I don't know the answer to that, so let your imagination fill in the blanks. That's a fine thing. It's like you raised your cat, you put yeah. your life into it, and then you pass before them. Like, why shouldn't your... It almost feels like your cat is doing their duty to be like, and I shall eat you now. Right, and give you a second life yeah. as energy for me to mm-hmm. chase lasers. Uh, Frozen is also not really trending. Uh, we talk about it on tomorrow's episode that Frozen 2 crushed the box office. It's trending in a general... People keep talking about it in the office since and anna and i just learned we both watched frozen one for the first time uh over the weekend and uh it was me for me it was the first time i'd watched it sober uh anna for the first time ever ever yeah anna you had some you had some takes i you know i struggle with the movie because when i don't think it's that great i think uh i think kids are horrible uh, movie reviewers <laughs> right <laughs> i think all kids are stupid for liking that no i mean i can see the appeal it's like a bunch of songs there's a dancing uh what is it snowman which by the way olaf, olaf probably the greatest part, part of the movie yeah. but overall i found elsa to be a bit of a cunt very selfish <laughs> wow um anna uh, was explosion sound sad effects. in a weird dark way like there there was some true darkness that i didn't care for like it, you know i i found I found Elsa so deeply selfish of like, you don't just get to boo-hoo because you get frozen hands or whatever your problem is, which by the way, not explained. Why the fuck was she born with this weird frozen situation? Uh, And then just be like, oh no, I'm I'm a freak and like run off and be like, finally, (laughs) and then sing a song about being selfish, like letting go and doing whatever the fuck you want when it's like, you just froze a town and then you're like little sisters there your parents are dead like what are you doing yeah let you it go responsibility. is a song that in the end is about letting your selfish desires win over yeah to live in an ice castle right okay right or the proverbial ice castle of addiction i didn't care for that or is that you know what 
Yeah. That's what it is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think uh, her vagina is frozen solid? Oh, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Uh, That's actually, if it is, she can do whatever she wants. That's tough. That would be tough. Oh, yeah, maybe that is like, <laughs> the unspoken <laughs> truth. Uh, that she's like, no, you don't understand. Like, shit's Everything fucked up. is frozen. <laughs> yeah. um, that oh. would make... I guess masturbation incredibly difficult. Which is why she's so pent up. Yeah. Why she's like, I'm just going to go to this ice and castle. That's why she has all this pent up energy. So it's just like. Well, it's true. They're not fucking. Right. Well, maybe I she could I don't know how like, old they are. I don't but... know. Do baths exist? Do shower heads exist at that time? Probably not. No. Poor Elsa. Uh, also, <laughs> we, we both. The, the scene where the giant. <laughs> it's just a very strange transition yeah. where her parents are like, We'll be back in no time, darling. We're just <laughs> getting on this boat. And then it's like, it's it's a cut to the boat yeah. just being swallowed by a massive wave. I wish there was no edit and it was just them like waving yeah. goodbye to them. And, and then, then, then it's it like, just. <laughs> Like a just rogue immediately wave. <laughs> rogue wave wipes them out. Yeah, that was like also a really dark moment where I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, that was a really gnarly storm that they were just sailing through. Yes. It was uh, as scary as any storm in uh, the perfect storm. And we're all like, why are these kids so upset that their parents are going on a quick trip? It's because they saw Frozen and they're like, oh, right. no, I've seen this happen before. Yeah. As most Disney movies, the parents always die going on a trip or something. Yeah, especially though right after uh parent after the kids are like, "Oh, don't go, mom." I'm mm-hmm. like, "I have separation anxiety from you." And they're like, "Don't worry, we'll be right back." The thing your parents always yeah. say to you right before. Don't worry, your nanny and butler will take care <laughs> of you. Right. Uh, well shit, that has been uh your trendly Neighborhood Zyder, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is fun. This has been fun having you on, Super Producer Anna Hosnia. Yes, and just so you know, contractually not obligated to work on this show. <laughs> yeah. No, you're doing this in your free time, and uh-huh. we are not paying you. Nope. At all. Uh, okay. Except in LaCroix. I don't drink LaCroix. Anna, where can people find you, follow you, listen to you? Uh, I'm at Anna Hosnia on Twitter, tweeting these hot, hot takes about Elsa being a cunt. And uh, I'm also, oh, I host a podcast called Ethnically Ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. Thank you on this network. And I'm also, I just brought my bachelor podcast, Will You Accept This Rose, to this network. That is correct. It is here now. It's called Will You Accept This Rose. Also, I am executive producing a podcast about 90 Day Fiance called 420 Day Fiance. Say that Miles Gray and Sophia Alexandra host to listen to that because yeah. the more listen to that, the more money I make and the less I have to interact with Jack. I'm just joking. <laughs> Could you imagine? You're Soon I will work as Jack's boss. Look, the truth comes out at the end of these episodes. Uh, yeah, if you missed the sound of Miles' voice, go check out 420 mm-hmm. Day Fiance. That's going to do it for this evening. We'll be back in the morning with more podcasts.